It's 11-11. Kick, it's 11-11. Kicking that off. It's 11-11. Your wish has come true. There's a new episode of the Jew Rogaine Experience right now with uh, my guest. I was going to say my friend, but I just want to say my guest. Uh, <laughs> my guest, Ahmed Al-Khadri. Now, now, little, uh, little known fact, um, which we were going to discuss, or we just talked, which we just talked about discussing before discussing it. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed was actually the very first person I recorded an episode with. Yep. But he was such a horrible guest. <laughs> He was so bad that I was like, um, let me do you a favor and not let your career go down the drain. Right. Because this is going to blow up. Yeah. And I can't have people, you know, I don't want, I don't want people. It hasn't blown up yet a year and a half later, but I couldn't have people. Um, what? No, 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 no. It's the other way around. I know, I know. Uh, okay, so so the reason I had you on the on the podcast today, not 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 just because you're my friend, not just because um, you're uh, you were supposed to be the first guest, but actually because you've developed a following, and I'm trying to boost my <laughs> no no. <laughs> you're right. It's, no. it's, it's you know I think I think a lot of trick to to, to my comedy yeah. is that I start out saying something sincere, and then halfway through I'm like, if I'm totally insincere this will be funny do you remember what you said to me when i hit forty thousand followers what did i say this was about sixty thousand followers ago but well 65 (laughs) but anyways you said this i i was like oh my god i hit 40k on instagram thank you guys so much for following me this means a lot and then you responded to my story you go you don't deserve your followers (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, you know, it's like, so not only were you, um, not only were you supposed the sort of first lost episode guest yeah. of the Drew Rogaine experience, also the studio wasn't as nice then as it is now. Well, I, not that it's that nice. There was like technical difficulties. It looks, it looked, yeah, that's right. The said. audio was it, off. <laughs> no, you didn't say that. You just said I was a horrible guest. No, it was no. tech. It was tech tech difficulties, and then Latif ended up being your first episode. No, 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 Seth Lawrence. Oh, uh, okay, never. Mind. But uh, but I did have you on um, Quarantine, which technically is this show, right? Because I didn't Rebound. want to pay for another Podbean subscription, yeah. so I just let Quarantine. The Jew Rogan experience continue from quarantine and yeah. just change the name of it that makes on sense. on Podbean. Uh, but since you did my quarantine, which was a podcast where I asked you know friends of mine what was uh, friends and you know acquaintances of mine what they <laughs> right. what they were what they were doing during the quarantine, and since and since that episode, Ahmed has kind of gotten famous, and I have kind of gotten bitter. <laughs> That's uh, you know, just just the evolution of time. We've yeah. Well, it's so funny. Is like even before you know people's following. He's like, I I've talked about this with you before. Your bitterness is not like it's not real. It's not real. It's like it's very comedic. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very like it's like oh Josh, you be you silly goose. You know. Well, I had like a Larry David. Type. I had I had a uh, I won't say any names. But um, I had posted a flyer that was like making fun of people's oh, show flyers. Yeah. Like a, that like was a, hilarious. That was a long time ago. Oh and, my God. and one person 
that you know influenced parts of the flyer. Um, it wasn't based. It wasn't based on anybody. But like I have like, oh, your flyer design is the easiest one for me to imitate. Right. Got very upset a long time later, and I didn't even know them. I got a phone call, and they were like, and like, eh, I saw that flyer you made. It's like I went and checked out your Instagram. I get who you are. You're just another jealous comic. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I literally said this, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Bitter, not <laughs> jealous. <laughs> And then what I don't want say? what you have. I'm not happy with what I have, but I don't want what you have. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, hey, cheers, cheers. I I was thinking about that too <laughs> when it comes to bitterness and jealousy and stuff with other comedians because it's like um, we're all human. And there's sometimes where I, even me, I get caught up with like comparing myself with another comedian and I go, I mean, relax. Like you're, you are not. Like, let's say, uh, like, it's like, you're not like this, uh, what's a, what's a, a hot white guy or like this, uh, no. or this new, uh, Neither the, of those two like things. Jeff Dye. Like, let's say I was like, comparing, <laughs> no, no, like, no, like I, I remember okay. like, it's like Jeff Dye mm. or, uh, you know, other several comedians, but I'm thinking of him right now cause I saw him recently, but it's like, let's say I'm comparing myself to him. Josh Edelman. Or Josh Edelman. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Let, let's say, let's say you're like like skyrocketed right mm -hmm. and and any day i'm now. your friend and and let's say like uh i go i go oh like why would i be jealous of you i'm not a new york uh not new york jewish you're i'm not a jew from florida you yeah know? but i'm a new york jew from florida but you are a new york jew I'm from, from florida. boca raton florida which is just new york, new york jews jew. living in florida okay okay so i was like i'm not a new york jew you know and you comparing, I'm not saying you, but like people, like you're not a Yemeni American comedian from Texas with an ambiguous sexuality. I know, but I saw you white with a nasally voice and every. I saw balding. you blowing up, and I was like, I gotta be more of a Yemeni comedian <laughs> with the. Uh, I need more Yemeni jokes. <laughs> Where are my Yemeni jokes? Gotta add more Yemen, more Yemen. In. Well, it's funny. It's like I, uh, like I do a thing where, uh, like when it comes to content creating, it's like. Uh, well, I'm learning this from a friend, but it's like two two for the audience, one for me, you know? I love talking about everything, you know? But it's usually like the Arab Muslim stuff that blows up, but... I have jokes about everything from like mm -hmm. dating to astrology to anxiety. It's funny. It's to funny. In my, in, toxic in my culture, it's usually the Arab stuff that blows up too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Thank I you. I didn't know what I just I just walked into a mine right there, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh I'm not putting that in the clip. Uh, you get no <laughs> highlight jokes. In no, the clip. you better highlight. I, I, you did this to me last time with quarantine. You just quarantine. made yourself quarantine. You just made yourself look good. Well, you know, <laughs> just just to be fair, Ahmed, when you sat down, I was like, well, you haven't watched any of the clips, so you have no idea what's coming for you. <laughs> you motherfucker! I will go back and make. sure sure that i'm back on your um uh you're back on my feet or whatever but nice. <laughs> anyways when it comes to like jealousy and stuff it's like in the end just i know it's so cliche but it's like just compare yourself to who you were a year ago that's the that's the healthiest way i was doing way so good a year ago I, when i started my movie just came out i was yeah, dating you were i was in shape i dude, had money you were fucking dude. if i start comparing myself to a year ago i get real sad you were you were fucking. Dude. It's like everyone was like 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 on their way up, and like I was I was on my way up, and like since then it's kind of gone like this for me. While everyone, <laughs> I I I'm want kidding. I no I actually I actually am pretty. Proud I want to brag about my friend Josh Edelman because a year ago we were hanging out and I was in a really rough patch, like not cr 
Career-wise, a little bit, but this I was is more when we did the first episode. No, no. Oh, oh. oh yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, it was when yeah, yeah. we did the first. That's episode. why I was so bad. I was like, he's so sad. This is gonna be a real downer. This is show. that what you meant? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're fucking. You're fucking with me. God damn it. No, but I remember like I was in this really like depressed phase of my life, and it was like a multitude of things. But one of them was like this relationship I was having. Like I was like following this very toxic person. And I'm trying to be like the savior, you know? And and you said something that helped me so much. You said, uh, if it if it uh, if it doesn't work out, it's because it shouldn't have worked out. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my philosophy on things. Brilliant. Anything that doesn't work out shouldn't work out. Yeah. Cause what's gonna what's gonna come something for we're forcing anything to work out? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or my philosophy in life is uh, just worry about the things you can control. Hey, I'm, glad let, that, I'm let, glad that that uh, I'm glad that that wisdom. Yeah, dude, it stuck is, with was me. Imparted. I I pre- and I appreciate our friendship. We love each other. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, do you remember another thing? Another, there's another <laughs> thing I said to you once. You know, I don't remember things people say to me, but I remember all the things I say to them. Uh-huh. There's another thing I said to you once. I don't know if you remember this. It was right after I did uh, your outdoor show that you were doing. Yeah. Um, we were hanging out, and I was like, I was ragging on you, and you were like, "You're so mean, Josh." <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's a good thing. If I'm being mean to you, it means I like you, and I say good things yeah. when you're not around. It's like you got to worry about me if I'm being nice to your face. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, what the fuck's he saying? <laughs> When I'm gone, <laughs> dude. I I like I I tend to be very nice to people, but I have a fucking list, dude. And it, the, everyone's got a list. Everyone has a list. My li- there's new names on my list on a daily basis. I don't know how I, I have to start writing it down because mm-hmm. like I'm I'm losing track of my list, dude. <laughs> you could tell if like you could tell who's on my list based on how I act around them. If there is a person like. That's on my list. I see him around the scene. You could tell me my inner my energy shifts. I go from this like happy go lucky to very reserved and very like thank you. Uh-huh. Smiling. <laughs> um, right. Like a politician, I swear. It's well, okay. I mean, it's funny. Like the the list, it, you know, ever here's the funny thing. I think like a lot of people okay, okay. I have a hilarious I have a hilarious story. I wonder if this story will end up getting back to the person. Cause I'm sort of enjoying well, that them be- not knowing that I know this already, but there was somebody who was on a show, and it was like a cool show. And I messaged them. I was like, and it was like someone I like thought I was friends with for like since I started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And I messaged them. I'm like, hey, congrats, it's awesome. Who books this? Just because I wanted to like submit. Mm-hmm. And they go, I don't know. I just submitted through their website. And I was like, cool. Then uh, I saw another friend of mine on the same show and I messaged him. I was like, hey, do you know who books this? And he goes, yeah. And then he said, the guy who first told me he doesn't know who books it is the booker. So that's that was funny in and of itself. Then I was, um, <laughs> then like, like a little while later, uh, I'm at the comedy store and he walks in to like watch the same show I'm watching. And I just go over and say, I, you know, I'm not letting anything on. I'm like, hey, man. I'm like, oh, are you here from 
the city that I saw you in? And he's like, no, I live here. I was like, oh, I guess I just figured because I keep seeing you on shows out there. They're like, yeah, they keep booking me a lot. And then somebody else that was on the show sees him is like, yo, hey, man, I'm so sorry I couldn't do your show. And he just jumps like across and starts whispering in the guy's ear. And the guy starts like looking at me like that while he's whispering in his ear. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll catch you later. And like leaves. And I'm like, man, you're going so out of your way. <laughs> to perpetuate I need, need to know this to, guy to, to perpetuate this needless lie who, who I need to know this guy who is this guy well, here's the other funny thing. Generally speak, I can't tell you on the podcast but okay I'll after yeah yeah generally generally speaking, generally speaking, I don't care about being on any show right like my attitude has very much been that like I'm just gonna produce whatever shows I want to be on so that I'm on so that I'm on the shows I want to be on. That's, and that's exactly and that's what, what I, I was do. doing. And it's like, I will add, like, like if I see your show and it's cool, I ask, but also booking my own shows, I fucking get it. Yeah. I get, I get minimum one message a day, like about my three shows, one of which I don't book, one of which I book one person and the other of which is like, complicated okay so it's like i get a minute i get a minimum i get a minimum of one message a day right. for for ultimately what turns out to being like four spots a month right <laughs> that like i'm able to actually i book. get i get about like tons of messages from uh like uh from my uh shows that i used to do at the park yeah i used to and then now people because of producing those park shows now when people come from out of town people still message you message me for shows well saying do you have any shows i get it i still have my ahmed and friends show that i do once in a blue moon it's very rare i'm happy to yeah why haven't i been on that i i i'm 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 you know what's funny it's funny (laughs) because you're actually on my list sweet sweet yeah i'm i'm uh because i was gonna destroy you but a second you were on you were on my list a second ago because we're talking about the list, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, <laughs> um, no. I'm also happy to help anyone out with anything mm-hmm. if I can. Yeah, like you know, people message me in from out of town. I don't have any shows when they're in town. But I, I also them. try to hold spots open, like for that kind of a thing. That's true. And I also, uh, um, have you heard of Jay Light's uh, spreadsheet? No. That he's created, I'll send it to you. It has all the has all the weekly shows or all the like shows that are happening in L.A. Oh, okay, it's okay. Very useful. I have the New York spreadsheet, which um, did I'm going I send to, that to you? No, somebody else did. Okay, a, but a that's, different. It's a, a, I thought it was you, but it was Yesh Malik. Uh, I sent it to I sent it <laughs> to Yesh. <laughs> I sent it to Yesh. I should have said like yes, you. and then went no. It was Yesh. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to him. Was it me that sent it to you? Yesh. <laughs> um but uh so many so you got so excited about that joke about uh, his oh wordplay i have to get to uh, but also what was funny and horribly racist to me was when you guys were at the uh improv mic and you both went up i took pictures of both of you and tagged the other person Oh yeah, I remember. I posted that. a photo that of you and so I tagged funny. Yesh, and I posted a photo of Yesh and I tagged you. Was this the most recent, Mike? 
No, this is a while ago. Oh, uh, uh, okay, a while back. Okay, but, never uh, mind. I because we were both on. I stage felt like yes. Recently. I felt like Yesh was like like you laughed at it more, and Yesh was like, "The fuck is good?" Because I wasn't as good of friends with Yesh yet then. <laughs> yeah, so then you like... and I, I, you were like one of my first few friends in like what 2018 mm-hmm. when I moved here. Yeah. Um, but you've always been kind to me. Oh, thank in you. the most bitter way possible. <laughs> no, but I, I still I've been kind to you. There's, I believe. I believe in a thing of like being kind to people by being. Mean you, to also, people. you also. You also like. It, like I know that I don't mean being not never being like actually mean. Yeah. But like just being a person with people. You also gave me some good. Uh, you're a, a good person because you're also uh, straight up with people. Because you also told me er, this is. Late 2018, early 2019, and because of you, step my game up. Because you said this, you go, uh, as it, I was like, uh, you came me um, notes as a comedian, and you said, I think what you have cannot be taught. You have great stage presence. You're very likable, and you're very uh, active and and like uh, animated on stage. And I and you said the day, the time when your writing catches up to your performing, you're gonna be a killer on stage. Yeah, I was just trying well, to knock you down a couple packs. And no, no, <laughs> no kidding, but I'm it kidding, was I'm like kidding. that. But again, I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you, this is how amazing Josh is, and that stepped up because uh-huh. I still, I till this day, uh, I started writing three jokes a week. Now I write six jokes a week. Fuck yeah! I turn in and every Tuesday, thir- uh, Saturday, I write three jokes. And then uh, just trying to get my writing better, try to be a better joke writer. I think be... I think it's a turn up. You told me something um, when we were first hanging out after the pandemic, and I was like talking to you about like you know all your TikTok stuff, and you said you're like, listen, someone told me, and this is really rang true. It's more important to be likable than funny, and I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'm so it is. Fuck. It's it's yeah. <laughs> I it's, can control funny, yeah, likable. The road uh, comic. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I still remember this. It was like late 2019. A drunk ass road comic who did the same set for like what 15, 20 years was like the people out there aren't buying tickets because you're funny. They buy tickets because they like you. Yeah, that sounded like he was like drunk and bitter. It was like that. Hey, you're not funny. It's fucking like he you. had a lot of knowledge <laughs> in that drunken stir of a rant he went on. Okay. <laughs> Me and this other comic I was like, uh-huh. Okay. okay, so one of the one of the main reasons I one of the actual main reasons I had you on the show today, as you can see the show's called The Jew Rogaine Experience, but uh recently uh, Ahmed traveled to Istanbul, some country my people aren't allowed in to get. Uh, <laughs> no, they like they like Jews in Turkey because uh, y'all got money and willing uh, to yeah. like spend so, it. So 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 for the rest of this episode, it's going to be the Muslim hair plug experience <laughs> with Ahmed Al Qadri. This is <laughs> this is such an old photo of me when I did have hair. When you. I want to tell you this. But also, why, why this photo worked is because, like, the Jew Rogaine experience, I have this stupid face, and you might be the only comedian with a picture that has a stupider face than me. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we switched to the little, we switched the Jewish stars for, like, yeah. the Muslim flag thing. I don't yeah, really it's know. It's kind of creepy, about. especially with this, uh, this, uh, fa- um, shade, uh, that you have right now with the sunken eyes. My dimples look yeah, deeper. It's also, but... like, when I, I dragged it off of Instagram right before you got here, it's a little low res. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, good, though. I like it. I, uh, I actually right, learned so, this so, yesterday. So you went to... I was one day old, but, Think about this. 
When I moved to LA, my hair started falling out even more. And I thought it was because I was getting older. Maybe it was stress. However, I learned that LA water is not good for your hair. They, they call it hard water. And it has a lot of minerals like magnesium, calcium, and all these types of additives into your water. So I just bought a filter system to add to your shower. So if you live in Los Angeles, oh, interesting. I get take a, a filter lot of showers. That's, the shower. ex- that's my excuse. Yeah, it's, it's get a filter. It, it, what LA has is hard water. It's not good for your hair, and only wash your hair uh, once a week, maybe twice a week. Oh, oh okay. or, or once, uh, once every two weeks. Sorry. Oh, okay. So not twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting better at like not. Uh, well, right now because of my hair transplant, we got to talk about it. All yeah, right, yeah. well, well, it. here's here's my first question. So you went to Turkey to get a hair transplant, and and what I'm what I'm kind of curious of is like of all the different parts of your face you could have worked on, why that one? <laughs> <laughs> it's question number one. Oh my god. <laughs> That has to be clipped. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> I I do want to get a deviated, uh, fix my deviated symptom. Well, you you have a lot of. Uh, I think you have a lot of. Um, uh, uh, what's do you want to fix your deviated for breathing purposes? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to adjust. You're not going to change your nose at all. No, no. But it. look, okay. this is me breathing was, with my nose. Try. Yeah, yeah, stop, stop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, um, we don't, uh, yeah, because I was going to say, if you're like getting a nose job, I'm like, you've got some severe body dysmorphia. No, no. <laughs> I, I do have, I used to have. The ins- city will do it to you. Right, right. Like, I, I like mean, the city will make, there, there's no city on earth that'll make you feel worse about yourself and the way you look. Yeah. Than, than, for sure. Than I, I, I felt shit about my body. I'm a stand up comedian. Why do I have to give a shit former, about my Former body? model. Yeah, yeah, that too. But like, uh, but in LA, it got even worse. I'm like, damn, I need to do push-ups. <laughs> so think, like all these hot comedians now, or uh, or uh, I. Well, I grew out of this, but I still sometimes struggle with my skin color. Like I wanted to bleach my skin when I was 16 years old. I struggle with your skin color too. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so so you so so you, so you went to Turkey. To get air plugs, supposedly other things, but 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 mainly that, right? Uh, LASIK as well, and LASIK as well. Yeah. Okay. So the hair transplant was twelve hundred dollars. LASIK was fifteen hundred dollars. Now, I I personally, my dad's oh, an I optometrist. Oh, my well. dad's an optometrist, and I personally like I would be I'd be down probably for getting like hair transplant in a foreign country, but I might be more apprehensive about like lasers shooting into my eyes because yeah. like if my hair is fucked up forever. First off, my hair is already fucked up forever. But they, so if my if my hair was more fucked up forever, whatever. But like lose like something going wrong with LASIK, that's fucking terrifying. But they mastered hair transplants in Turkey, so you have nothing sure, to worry sure. about. I, I the, but, the but, LASIK but what about the LASIK? More, the LASIK was more just fuck it, I'm here. You fuck it, I'm here. I'm here. It's fifteen hundred dollars. It would have cost me three thousand five hundred. In America, sometimes four thousand. It's like three thousand five hundred to like. So you save. Okay, so you save. So let's let's cut the LASIK out of it. Okay. okay? Um, Hair transplant in America. Yeah. And they don't even do it that well. Is like ten eight thousand to ten thousand dollars. Okay. So if you go to Houston, it's like six thousand dollars. Houston, six thousand at least. Houston. 
if you go to Houston, you what can about do Vegas? How 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 uh, cheap you getting some hair plugs I in Vegas? I have no idea. I have no idea. But they don't do it right. They eighty, do it bu- way 80 bucks in and out, twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you got pubes growing out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't do, they don't do it well in America. In Turkey, they've mastered it. Okay, they've so just been working on it on all these Turkish. I would men. know you had hair, but I would just think you were balding right now. Right. Uh, if I saw you. Well, right now it's not. It's still. I'm only uh, three weeks in. Yeah. So it, it takes two to three months for the plugs to actually start growing. How long? Okay. So here. So here are my question. Okay. How much was the hair transplant in Turkey? I told you fifteen. Uh, twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. No, you said the LASIK was fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so twelve hundred. Twelve hundred dollars yeah. for the hair plugs. How much is the round trip flight to Turkey? Okay. Originally seven hundred dollars, but then I had that passport situation. That it, did, you, did you hear about? No, it? you had to get a rush passport. Yeah, I had to, to get do a that rush. Before, so it's like three fifty. Uh, no, I paid a hundred and ninety nine dollars oh, for a rush. Yeah, I I went to I had to drive to San Francisco. To then you good. had to drive to San Francisco. You had to drive to San Francisco. Yeah, to because get it. it was like the and, quickest and back. Ever. You were flying out of Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. It so was a, it's a long how many story. tanks of gas did you have to buy on your trip to and from San Francisco? Let's say well, I drive a Prius, so like two tanks. Two tanks. Yeah. Okay. So what was that like a hundred and Hundred. I, I love. I love, no, I no, love I figuring c- out the cost of things. On okay. Yeah. I, I know. So Jew. let's. Uh, <laughs> whoa. That's that's going in the clip. That's going in the clip right there. Okay. Anyway, uh, no. No. But uh, no. There is. Um. Uh. It cost me. Uh. uh in my with my Prius, it cost me about forty to fifty dollars to fill up. Okay. So let's say a hundred dollars in gas. gas. Yeah. Hundred dollars in gas. Let's say a hundred dollars. Two hundred. Two hundred. And then I had to extend my flight, which is another three hundred dollars. So let's so say a thousand. So, so we're at thirteen hundred um, between the passport, the driving, the flight. But I did book some shows in San Francisco and made some money there just to help. Okay. Okay. Price. But did you have to get a hotel or did you stay with somebody? No, I stayed with a friend. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, we're we're just figuring out the math of what's Whoa. spent. Is this um, a tax podcast? What's going no, on? No, no, I like I like to. <laughs> I agree. Because it's agree. like it's like okay, I could get hair plugs in Houston for like six grand, or I could pay twelve hundred in Turkey, yeah. and then plus another uh, thirteen hundred to get there. Yeah. So we're at we're at twenty we're at twenty five. Let's say It's still it's still beneficial. Did you had a hotel in Turkey? No, I was staying with my cousin. But if you had to get a hotel, but if you have Turkey, to get a hotel, be, but they would hook you up. The hair plug people? Yeah, like they have- The hair plug hotel? Yeah, usually- (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just a bunch of people with bloodied heads like- (laughs) Walking around. Uh, Hello? Everyone looks like they have a concussion. Even the receptionist, hi, how can we help you? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the hair plug hotel. Uh, But um, I think like they usually have like a good rate with a hotel and they they will put- they will get a car service, so to pick you up from the airport, either take you to the hospital or take you to the hotel, and then next. You got to make sure you're getting in the right car in Turkey because you get into the wrong. Dude, car. you do not want to <laughs> deal with a fucking taxi driver in Istanbul. I don't want to get. Into it. I don't want to get into it. I already. If you subscribe to Monday Funday podcast, I talk about it on the next episode. Um, I'm so mad. Now I need to know now. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, what's funny is like you seem like a pretty. What's funny is you're a pretty generally easygoing, friendly. Let's go with a guy. When I was growing up, and this is not going to be a good story to share about my people, but uh, <laughs> I would go on my this fam- whole podcast my fam- is not good for your my people. family. <laughs> 
my family would go to um, my family would go to uh, we'd go on cruises and we'd always go to the Bahamas. Yeah. And in the Bahamas, like the worst part and like traumatizing memories for me are my dad negotiating with the taxi drivers in the Bahamas to get to the hotel we'd want to go to because there and like it wasn't my dad's fault, but like I was just like I was I've got I'm at a point in my life now where I don't have nearly the money my dad had, but I would spend more on a cab to just avoid that experience ever again of like my dad makes a negotiation we're driving to the hotel we're halfway there in the bahamas something is said by the taxi driver that like makes it makes my dad aware that he's not getting the deal they agreed to then you're just like halfway in between a boat and a hotel listening to like a shouting match between my dad and like a taxi driver about <laughs> what the cost is going to be i'm just sitting there in the back like a kid being like we're about to get kicked out of this cab and be standing on just like the side of the street in the middle of the fucking bahamas and i'm and like to be fair i'm sure the taxi driver is like well i've got them in this in this position what's what's that thing in uh in um in uh Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the the implication. Yeah, the implication. Yeah, <laughs> the implication of you're gonna be at, you're about to be out on the street. But my dad just like refuses to like give in. I so was it doing becomes that shit in it Istanbul. becomes his worst. So yeah, so you're like you're going through that same yeah. kind of deal in as Istanbul. Soon as I would walk. I would go in, and then they start complaining about traffic, try to charge me more, and I go pull over. I'm getting out of this fucking car right now. I did it three times in Istanbul. Like I'm like no, but there's a lot of taxi drivers who are actually nice. And they're willing to help, but there's so many taxi drivers well, just trying to fuck you. The funny it's thing not is, not an Istanbul Turkey thing. It's it's the whole world thing. They're actually like they're actually taxi, taxi drivers from New York who just got booted by Uber, and now they're just back in Istanbul. <laughs> <laughs> that, I could see that, right? There is a <laughs> trying big to Turkish pay off, trying to pay off this gold taxi coin they bought ten years ago for a million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I just said there is a. Turkish community in uh, Turkey. No, there's a Turkish community in New York, and I'm, I could see that booting them in, booting back to uh, Turkey. But actually, funny enough, there is no Uber in Turkey. So when you pull out your Uber app, you're just basically just calling a taxi and paying through your Uber app, and they still try to fuck you, man. The there is one taxi driver. What he took me on the Uber app, and right before he got to my destination, he canceled the Uber ride, and then he was like, "Oh, you need to pay me through cash. The tur- the app doesn't work." And what'd you do? I was just supposed to be like, fuck you, deal with it. But I couldn't speak his language. And he pretended to not speak English or Arabic. Well, no, he probably didn't speak. Maybe he just spoke Turkish. But uh, also what I learned over there is uh, a lot of the Turkish people have been very racist towards the Arab people ever since the Syrian refugees moved over. And uh, let's just say the Syrians were making the best. Re- no, I'm kidding. I'm not. Blaming, <laughs> I don't want to blame anything. But there was, but there was like you know people very racist towards because racism is everywhere. But um, no, there was just so many shouting matches. Brown on brown just, like, crime. Like that guy. Yeah, brown, <laughs> no, just straight up. You know, I dude. Same thing with my with my social media presence. My biggest fans, Arabs. My w- biggest haters. Arabs and, and you. probably yeah 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 uh, and, and, and Josh one, is and leading them <laughs> and Josh is leading them but yeah like uh, but, yeah the guy was like you know um uh fucking uh oh the app is not working pay me through cash but I ended up calling my friend she was Turkish went to get dropped off she came out and she's like haggling with him I'm like dude I'm not paying this fucking asshole dude he's a 
Oh my god. Yeah, I guess I guess here here's the question. What's what like and I started thinking about this too, like when my dad would like argue with the guy, I would think to myself, Well, what's the harm in just like What's the risk? It's the principle. What's the? But here's the, here's the question. What's the risk in just pretending like, oh, okay, you're changing things, sure, and then you get there, you go, here's the original agreement, um, and that, then you get out. Yeah, but also, I don't know. Everyone's different, but also, no one. No people want to people want to win their war. Yeah, and no one wants to get fucked over. It's a big. Dude. It's a big. Listen, a big a big change in my life through therapy actually is like like recently. This has like been like I think one of the one of the biggest things to like make me a generally happier person is like choosing to not engage when I don't have to. I think I think prob I think. Me, uh, me last year probably would be in Turkey arguing the whole cab ride and like on a certain sick level enjoying the argument. And then me now would just get there and be like, oh, yeah, here's what I originally agreed to and leave. Uh, yeah, but it's it's a lot more uh, easier said than done. Sure, totally. Because totally. just the you're in feeling it. Of, a, of a person trying to fuck you over and you know he's trying to scam you and fuck you over just infuriates you. Oh, man. yeah. Like and it's anyone, anyone watching this podcast, anyone in this world, no one wants to get fucked over. It's not even the money, you know. Yeah. It's just the fact that he's trying to fuck me well, over. I'm just saying, you could have paid three thousand more dollars for hair plugs and avoided all this. <laughs> no, I I wanted to go to Istanbul. How long to get did you? How much time did you spend in Istanbul? Two weeks. It was, Two weeks. It was and like, did you? Were you doing comedy there at all? Yeah, I yeah. did three shows over there. Nice, nice. Did you make I sold any money the from first the show? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, not a lot. I uh, were you allowed only, to make money? Did you? Would you have had to get a visa or something? Yeah, people are saying work visa or whatever, but I'm still making the whole thing a business trip. But sure, on my on my taxes. Sure, but I I had well. I mean, I guess technically, you know, your whole your whole business is being likable. Nobody likes bald guys. <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, originally when I went to go, but I feel like cosmetic surgery. I guess if you're an actor, is that like tax write off? I don't think so. Really? No. But, you can't write I mean, up but then I did shoot content over there. Because so like you can write off outfits off. you get for for And I did buy clothes you could, over there. You could write off makeup. Mm -hmm. Why can't you write off like like I feel like like you know you say you, I'd say to the government like hey you know uh, I write off I write off this procedure. I'm I'm not writing off a bunch of makeup for the next bunch of years cuz yeah, I, I got this think I don't think uh hair plugs can be a write off. I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up on my accountant. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. But um no, to answer your question, I originally wanted to just do one show. That show sold out. And I didn't even think anything of it. I was like, fucking $7. That's 150 Turkish liras. I'm not trying to, like, you know, spend... Right now, the economy over there is not doing well. I mean, I'm not saying America's economy sure is doing great they're, either. They're, but they're like, grossly undercharging for hair plugs. How are they going <laughs> to... <laughs> well, our dollar goes really far over there, but I was like, eh, fucking just $7. Well, here's the question. I could have okay. charged here's more, but what I'm saying is, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me say... First show sold out, which was insane to me. Um, and then the second shows, uh, they the second and third show, they didn't sell out, but I sold a good amount of tickets. And I did over an hour each show. It's just there. Here is Ahmed Al Qadri, and I got up, and they just were just. It was all their most. I'm and say, they all spoke English. You performed. Yeah, they in all English. spoke English, and it was their first time, you know, watching stand up comedy. Were you nervous at all about saying something that would upset them? 
Because even cancel, I, even cancel culture is bad out here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I filtered a lot the you first get, show. You get you get extra canceled out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I filtered a lot the first Listen, show, but I went can, all out. You get canceled in the Middle East. You're not making a comeback. <laughs> yeah, I was I was afraid of like, this is crazy. Uh, in the middle of my first set, like uh, the first show in the middle of my set. I had like a vision uh, of uh, of an anxiety thought of what I, if I just see a flash and it's a bullet hitting. Mm, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I because yeah. apparently they have <laughs> Turkish officials that come to artist shows and stuff, and I was like, oh, and do shit, they just shoot people? Like, Not, no, I was. Just, Are they just gonna you know, shoot an American? I don't Are know. I'm just gonna shoot boy. an American entertainer at a Turkish show. <laughs> Listen. You know your your mind. They're counting on your on money you. right now for the it's for those hair plugs. That, that So that I want to get back. I want to get back to the hair plugs a little bit. Okay, okay. So so first question is you. I didn't even know you needed hair plugs, and that has a lot to do with where I'm at. I with a lot of people. A with, lot of people told me that too. Uh, and so, I agree. So I so, hit it very well. So let's say. So if I were to get hair plugs in Turkey, what what am I looking at expense wise? Uh no, it would be twelve probably, uh, not twelve hundred dollars because you're probably gonna need a hotel. Um, okay. But let me give you but my like, contact. But, Hit well, up no, safety no, I'm, clinic. I'm I'm not doing it. I've got a whole thing, you know, I'm gonna have a stand up special where I do all my losing my hair material called Josh Edelman Unplugged. Then I'm gonna get hair plugs and do a follow up stand up special called Josh Edelman Plugged. <laughs> that's my <laughs> that's my plan. So I haven't filmed unplugged yet. So you hurry up and film it because uh you're no um they, you're probably gonna have to do like six thousand graphs. How many graphs did you get? Four thousand five hundred. So you think I'm only two thousand graphs less than you. What's a is, what's a different? Is a graph a hair? Yeah. So like they're they're putting each. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I yeah. know, I know. So I'd need six thousand hairs added to my head. Well, not added, but moved from the yeah, back. From the back. So of do your you head. no longer have hair growing in your neck? No, because the back of your head is so thick, like it's it it's not noticeable. You know what? The back of your head. Okay. Like it's, I'm saying, like oh, the, oh they the take donor, it. They, they take it. They from call the it the donor area. Okay. And it's they take it to where. But like, but like, you no longer have hairs there. No, I okay. don't have hairs so there, like, but it's not noticeable. So yet. I don't like the hair on my neck, and I'd be like, just take that hair. Dude, they so, could, so I don't I have mean, that can, anymore. Or is that gonna look weird? Is that gonna be like pubic looking <laughs> on your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've actually taken out from your beard. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they can do that. It's hmm. pretty. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's painful, but. It's painful. Now, are you you're under when it's are you under when it's happening? No, no. Okay, no. you're conscious, but, but I you're think numb. Uns- like, do you feel anything while it's going on? So the numbing was painful. Like the when numbing they put the was needle painful. in the back of your head. That was so painful. Really? Yeah. What but was then, so painful about it, dude? It's a sharp needle going into the back of your head and the front of your head, and then once it's numb, you're fine. But like that was painful. Okay. Um, I hated that. But that's concerning. It's so near your brain. I mean, it's you're, it's protected by a skull. <laughs> I know I'm stupid. What am I? <laughs> Listen, you got doctors doing this. You know they're yeah, Turkish doctors. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but also we'll go to um, Israel for my hair plugs. Yeah, I'm sure it's cheaper over there. Check. You know, like you go to Israel, push a Palestinian child out of his home. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go to Gaza for our hair flux. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Do you know what? Since you're Jewish, I say you you do a good one for us. Uh, you should go buy a house and then give it back to a Palestinian family. Yeah, I can't even buy. I can't. I barely pay rent every month. <laughs> <laughs> we'll crowdfund it. We'll crowd. Yeah, crowd. Crowdfund. Well, well, I want to call a f- I crowdfund wanna... a house for me in Gaza to give away, and then then I get there. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a nice spot. <laughs> yeah. I want to call. I want to create a charity called the. One of the good ones, and it's just a bunch of Jews by going to Israel buying old like palaces. I feel like that's. I feel like that's, I feel like that's quite them. problematic, uh, Ahmed. And I'm going to destroy your social media presence by making that the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would get pro a lot the of good no. ones. The good ones. What if I did like a charity for like for like the African American community and called it the good ones? Oh my god! <laughs> well, I'm saying that's that's what you just. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that was fucked up. What I just said. I apologize. Let me backtrack. I'll call it the really good ones. <laughs> we're, try- we're trying to we're trying to help out the African community, African American, but just the good ones. <laughs> just, the the, just the- <laughs> no, you know what I was talking about, right? I mean, I I, I think I do, and they're oh, in, no. they're in line. God damn it! The- I don't want to be. <laughs> I, what I, I'm sorry to the Jewish community. I'm so sorry. I was just trying to make a funny, silly joke, and I ended up hurting my. Yeah, my feelings yeah. are fine. I am 30 percent Yemeni Jewish. This, the whole goal of this show is to ruin your career. That's my. I get guests on. I destroy. Listen, I destroy them if it takes <laughs> listen if it takes ruining my career if it will blow up your podcast then i'm happy okay. all i ask is i better fucking open for you all right uh yeah yeah sure you piece of shit <laughs> you motherfucker i have your assistants working for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh you fucking asshole two assistants yeah, one's help. Uh, what do you pay? What do you pay in your assistance? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's, right now, nothing. Right now, nothing. Yeah. So you have two interns. I want to pay them. You have two interns. Why are these people yeah. interning for you? I want. Can I have one of your interns? No, fuck off. They're mine. <laughs> I've got, They're my beautiful I've got, angels. Don't you? What do they do? What do they do for you? Uh, one's helping me with my social media. Uh, my podcast and the other one is helping me with booking uh and some marketing things and stuff honestly they asked so you call you call your manager and your podcast producer your assistants no (laughs) (laughs) no as in shut up no as in like uh they like the other one she basically like uh goes through like club list emails and then she will like cold send them cold emails you know like hey my name's on like on behalf like, of me because like that's it's very time consuming yeah but but at least a manager wouldn't fucking do that yeah that's what they do they don't do that much work maybe man. their assistant i does just it. i just <laughs> drop yeah or maybe their assistant if they can does, afford I don't know. one I, uh, listen i i had a manager and we recently like well, well, you built you I built your own tr- manager. You you built you like build a bear to your manager. Pretty much, she's she's been so fucking helpful. And then she's also like, you got someone hungry. Yeah, and she also and you has keep them hungry by list. not paying them. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. And she has uh, the e- my email list, and she will like send out. So if I'm going to Chicago, she I have a list of all these emails that I have who are in Chicago, and she will send that to them. But anyways. Uh, they, like a year ago, they were like, what can we do to help? And I was like, I know I need help. I just don't know what. And then finally, earlier this year, I was like, hey, um, blank and blank, I need help with this and I need help with that. And they've just been beyond helpful with everything. And I, I wish I had all the money to pay them, but I don't. <laughs> and, I ta- and I'm sure they understand that. They're doing it for the goodness of their hearts. Maybe, and maybe. they're like, hey, we're going to help this struggling Yemeni comedian, you know? So... I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I love you know, right, Midwestern right, back, women. Back to, you know, they're to, just 
they're just keeping the world a better place. <laughs> back to back to hair plugs. Yeah, or making. The okay, so the, so so the inject yeah, the injection the injection was painful. Yeah. How long does the surgery take? You're just awake. You're just awake there for how long while they're just taking hairs yeah. out of the back and putting them in okay, the front. So when they're extracting hairs out of the back of your head, aka the donor area, that part was frustrating to me because I'm like, and your head's down in like those massage chairs and I find it so uncomfortable because it's hard to breathe. Your chin's like, like just oh you're in one of those massage you're in one of those massage chair things i don't know yeah yeah, like face down yeah you're face down ass up and and they're pulling hairs is there like a tv on the floor or something um do they do any it's just it's just like it's just like be nice and bored yeah and i had my podcast playing but then uh the turkish they just were listening to your podcast yeah not my podcast no (laughs) did i say my podcast and you're like and like the doctors were like enough and the doctors were like enough of this the jew rogan experience i was was playing joe rogan actually joe rogan experience i was playing they were like enough of this yeah i was (laughs) playing a podcast they turn off they're just playing turkish music and i was like no this is better i would I wouldn't risk something that might upset my doctors during uh, <laughs> during a procedure. Oh, they, they were not. Uh, they didn't really understand. They, well, one of the a couple, uh, two of the doctors spoke Arabic, so that was. So how long are you? Not in, that. How not long? Even that how long well, were you anyways. in the chair for for four thousand grafts? Was it one surgery? Four thousand five hundred, but uh, about six seven hours. So when you're face down, that's annoying. But then once you're like flipped over and they're implanting the hairs into your head that's fine because your headphones are in you're relaxed and you, it's numb so it's just a waiting period like, kind of like being on a plane at one point i facetimed my brother <laughs> and just showed him hey look what they're doing i'm getting a hair transplant right now and hamza gets grossed out so he was like watching like this he's like all right bro uh it's interesting but i can't, I can't so seven so seven hours seven hours of surgery for 4500 seven hours six yeah. to seven hours of surgery for 45 thousand graphs 4500 uh, how many how many people are working on you at the time two doctors and three technicians mm-hmm. and it was twelve hundred dollars yeah because i didn't need a i didn't need a uh a hotel so i don't know how much no, no i just want to know so okay i'm just i'm trying i just want to figure out let's see mm-hmm. 1200 divided by oops well, I'm so. This is how embarrassing I am at math. I can't think. I mean, I know I figured it out already, but uh, it is before I hit the button. Uh, <laughs> what were you trying to divide? Three hundred dollars divided by. So each person's getting three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars divided by seven hours. Your doctor's making forty bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah. In Turkey, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I. I work jobs where i got paid more than that yes i don't know who gets what and how much yeah and then i gotta I imagine there's overhead at the business yeah and then but also the like... doctors are like going in like so the doctors were the ones who um the technicians okay sorry the doctors came in they're the ones that like tell you like like lining up your hairline, telling you exactly where you're gonna pull. But they from. don't do the actual. The only the only labor that the doctor personally did was uh like when it came to extracting, like he like there was like this machine where you have to like go into the um uh the back of your hair to like oh pretty much like opening up the follicle so you could pull out the root. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the doctor was doing that. Uh, that's when my head was getting extremely bloody. But while he was doing that, that's when the technicians were like pulling those out, and they did a great job. And then uh, when it came to, uh, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, 
putting them in? Putting them in. The technicians were doing all of that. But the doctor the whole time was just there, like, making sure. So once the surgery is so once the surgery is over and the numbing wears off, uh, do you have, like, painkillers? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, they gave you painkillers for the next, like, three, four what days. What kind of painkillers? Good stuff? They give you good stuff. They oh, dude, you could get some good stuff. And any <laughs> like, just go to a pharmacy, any pharmacy. And is there in is Turkey. there a risk of you becoming addicted to a problematic substance from uh, I mean, after 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 getting hair plugs? Uh no, no. It depends. You're not uh, on opioids. I mean, you, Are they putting you on opioids? No, oh, okay. no. They give you like some mild, not mild painkillers, but some painkillers that help. I will say though, the next day I got LASIK. You and just went straight. You like walked in with a bloody head. You're like, ah, I'm here. I'm here for lasers in my eyes. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Running the gamut. Yep. And you're like walking to the each new place you go, you're a little bit more mummified. You've got like a bandage on your head. You got like a thing covering <laughs> yeah. your eyes. I look like I'm here so for my fucking, nose job. I oh, look so, so got- <laughs> fucking dumb that a taxi driver, one of the nice ones, one of the good ones, but one of the good ones. He literally took a selfie of me. He was like, This is fucking hilarious. He saw me with like Fucking the the hair transplant with the plugs and everything. I'm on day this is one four. Of those, this is one of those L.A. Muslims we got here right yeah. now. <laughs> and then with the big uh, LASIK glasses. Yeah, I look dumb, but I I didn't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah, sure. You're like I'm I'm owning it. So wait, when you were performing, were you per, were you performing it. with all those things on you? Yeah, <laughs> straight up. I on uh, well day one, I didn't get my transplant yet, but show. Uh, uh, sorry, not day one, show one. But for show two and three, yeah, I had hair plugs. And now and you're I taking now, now you're taking the Propecia, right? Because you got to keep the hair in. I keep. I still take Propecia. I didn't ask. I. Well, you were taking Propecia before you got the plugs. Yes. Okay. And now but then I, I just Googled, uh, should I still Because you, you have to keep taking it. Yeah. Because it's basically it, you, you're committed to it now. Right. Otherwise, you're going to lose right. all those hairs. And and I posted about Propecia and I was getting a, a good amount of messages. Funny enough, like the exact percentage of men, like, uh, like let's say like, I want to say either 3% or 10%, don't quote me, but like there is a small percentage of men where it's like it affects their dick game, where yeah. they can't like get boners anymore. But if anything, it's like leveled me out. If, if anything, it made me oh, go from dick like- dick game so hard. It made me go from it's, like Arabian rapist to like normal that's male. The, that's the clip. Host. That's the clip. <laughs> <laughs> but to, <laughs> to, uh, to, but it just leveled, leveled normal me level, out. Normal level horny. So like normal level horny, but- um, uh, I will say maybe if I stop taking Propecia, uh, maybe I'll see some effects. But to be honest, I've never had like a, um, what's it called? I've never had a girlfriend where uh, oh, you've like never had I'm, a girlfriend. No, no, no. That's like where I'm like consistently having sex with. But like I remember when I got on. What's Propecia, wrong with your dick had, game? Though? Your girls aren't uh, consistently trying to. <laughs> no, it's not my dick game. It's my uh, mental health game. Yeah, yeah. You and see. also these. No, I'm just kidding. My, no, girl, just, my girlfriends, dude, I'm just like enough already. Enough. No, I'm. I just. I haven't gotten. Um, I haven't gotten like. A, I haven't found the right girl to like be in a relationship with. Like I do, but then it's just never worked out. Why? Because it shouldn't have worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how's how's your eyesight now? Great. I have like 20/20 vision. It's nice. Amazing. Yeah, I should have put on my eye drops today. I forgot, but I'll do it when I get home. 
Uh, so do you recommend people head to Turkey and get hair plugs? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, dude, talk to my guy. Well, it's it's been great to have the Turkish ambassador, Ahmed al Qadri here <laughs> oh, on my podcast. No, 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 I mean yeah. in a second. Um, I guess last last thing I'll talk to you about, we'll go back to the Jew Rogaine experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right, beefing up, like, 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 okay, last thing I want to talk about, we've talked about it before, we talked about it right after the pandemic. I always say, you know, the funny thing is, like, during the pandemic, like like right around when the cops started killing black people, mm-hmm. I like I was like, you know what? I can't I can't do the social they media anymore. <laughs> once once the once the bad ones started killing the good ones, <laughs> the bad apples started killing all the good ones. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Terrible. We're going to hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, according to you, I am. Uh, <laughs> and according, according to you, I am. <laughs> no, according to me, it doesn't exist. Although according to Monaco, wait, 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 wait. Pause. And Jewish religion, hell doesn't exist. So, so there's there's multiple takes on this. There's like a large percentage of Jews that don't believe hell exists. But I had Menachem Silverstein on the show. It's actually, if you ever watch the clips I post from the show, I, I will watch I talk, it. I talk about this specifically on Menachem's episode. He says there's two hells. There's a cold hell and a hot hell. And I was saying, I imagine all the Jews choose hot hell, you know, because we all move from New York to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going south, we're going where it's warm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then what? But, is there a heaven? Yeah. So there's always a heaven. And there's like a limit. I think part of what Menachem was saying is like, there's like a limited amount of time you're in hell no matter what. Like there's a maximum. So, oh. so I'm like, so I'm like Hitler's in heaven now. Uh, he's, he's, he's maxed out his hell time. Uh, <laughs> Zach Stein has the great bit. I just imagine it's a big place. <laughs> and uh, and Al, the guy who made my documentary about, had a great joke. He's like, uh, he's like, he's like, could you imagine, like, I die and I go to hell with Hitler? Because you know what would be worse than that? Dying and going to hell and being like, wait, where's Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I don't have a hell joke yet, but now I got to write one. Now. Well, I have a joke about how, like, uh, you know, I, I don't believe in Christian heaven because uh, I don't really get along with religious Christian people. And in order to go to Christian heaven, you have to be a religious Christian person. So the idea of spending eternity with nothing but religious Christians sounds like my own personal hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, Osama Siddiqui has a great joke where he goes, I'm not that good of a Muslim but that already makes me a good Christian. <laughs> you know, me being a bad Muslim, he goes, I'm going to go to Muslim hell and then walk over to Christian heaven. <laughs> it's a great joke. Eh. No. Oh, <laughs> maybe I didn't deliver it right. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I shouldn't um, be telling other people's jokes. I Sorry, did, Osama. I did a good job of Osama has to get on this podcast. I did a pretty good job now. of telling other people's jokes. <laughs> no, but I, I want to know, you know, um, so, so actually what I was saying was, after after all that stuff happening, I was like, you know what, the, like this pandemic's hard enough already. I I can't take all the noise. I was like, I was like, I'm getting off social media for my mental health. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I got vaccinated, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start doing stand up again and stuff. Yeah, you did. My I show. went back on social media and saw that a bunch of my friends got famous, and my mental health has never been worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When did you get? Uh, when did you get back, like, on social media? Probably, like, April of 2021. 
Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's when things start. That's when I hit 10k. Followers. That's when like people were like popping off. Yeah. Uh, so 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 I feel like the landscape has really changed. You know, there was a real boon and opportunity during the pandemic that a lot of people hopped on, where like but people were at always home. I know, I know, but like, but like, it's different now. And now you also got like ChatGBT, which is just like creating social media content for people. So you're so it's like you're you're already it's already like hey you know make make one to two videos no, a day well, okay. and chat gbt is like pumping out 10 a day really and yeah 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 there's all these like chat gbt like things are blowing up um, but, 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 but you're gonna have to show me after this podcast and you're gonna tell me that booker name comic the guy yeah yeah um fucking um what's i gonna say uh um the, the, there's always going to be opportunities. There's always like the next thing. Like right now was content creating. A couple years ago was podcast. You know, now who knows what's going to so happen. So I'm always like a couple years. years behind the fold. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, the next thing that's happening, I'll text you. But the long, chat GPT. Long documentaries. But the chat long, GPT, wait, wait, wait. This, I'm getting, because it's only telling you based of what worked in the past because it's AI. Mm -hmm. It's not going to tell you what can work in well, the no, future. No, it, it's, not, it's not people filming videos based off of chat GPT. It's like literally people making like screen grab videos of like chat GPT things that are just like, like asking it questions and that's just a trend i guess i guess i guess that's just a trend because, it's hard to compete. because remember chat gpt is an ai system and ai is just cultivating all the data that humans have made in the past right it's so how i write all my jokes <laughs> <laughs> no of course not I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit nice i was like i should do when that. i was like you need to be a better writer so what you didn't know is the whole time i was yeah. just like chat gpt write me a joke i need to be better about Ahmed Al Qadri. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, but it is brilliant where it says like, write me a Dave Chappelle joke and write me a John Mulaney joke. Does it? Know? Does it do a good job? I've seen videos of people doing that, and it does a great job. Does it? Like the jokes are funny. I don't know if it's funny or not, but. I think it's funny in like a weird way. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, they're very, not writing like, good jokes, but I have used ChatGPT. Okay, so actually, here's my best. Here's my best AI story that okay. I have so far, um, and then we'll get wrapped up in just a second. But uh, when I was on tour, there was one show I was really struggling to sell tickets at, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to use an AI to help me come up with an ad that'll sell more tickets. So like, I plugged in all the information. I was like. LA Comics in, at this place in Tucson, Arizona on this date, uh, create me an ad that will help sell out the show. And I gotta say, what they came up with was, I don't know if I'd say it was brilliant, but it 100% would have sold out the show if I had felt comfortable using it. Really? Yeah, you wanna know what they said? Yes, please, because I need their, to sell tickets. Their, their advice for what our ad should be, and I swear to God, this is what their advice was, was they said we should call our ad Tom Segura Live in Tucson. <laughs> it went through all the data of shows that sell out around the country. And they're like, we find that comedians from Los Angeles performing in Tucson. This is the most effective strategy to sell out. Call your show Tom Segura live in Tucson. <laughs> I'm going to just say Aziz Ansari live in Chicago. Live in Chicago. And I'm like, amazing things. <laughs> I can do a pretty good Aziz impression. I'm like a, I'm like a slightly. What you should do is you should change your name. You should him. change your name to. Aziz Ansarl. You just change that I at the end to an L. 
So it looks like an I, and you just, uh, right. and then people start booking you out. They think they're coming to Aziz. Or I and go, like, no, no, I'm, I'm Aziz Ansarl. Yeah, or, <laughs> or I'm unsneezed, I'm sorry. Yeah, unsneezed, I'm sorry. <laughs> with, uh, with that picture. On it. <laughs> um, Man, this was fun. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, well, I want before before you go, advice to people about about succeeding on the, in the social media game. It's it, it to me feels like the last thing I have yet to conquer to do. Like um, like I've, I've I've gotten good at putting on good shows. Yeah. I'm good at selling them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you're funny too. I'm you're, good you're a really comedy. good comedian. You're a really uh, good comedian. I feel like the one thing I, I have yet to, I've like booked my own tours. I booked my own shows. I'm able to do it all, but I cannot for the life of me grow my social media <laughs> following. Or at least, you and at, me least both. at least at a rate that feels like comfortable. It's, it's comfortable. I mean, to be fair, since April of of. 2021 i've gained nearly 3,000 followers which does feel really good right but like you know i watch people (laughs) go from like go from like 10 to like 200 again don't compare i'm not comparing yeah just acknowledging that the world is unfair (laughs) yeah it is you know you're right. The world, the world is unfair. But I don't. Also, I don't actually even really feel that way. Yeah, but if you, um, I benefit from the unfairness of the world. Let me be clear. I benefit from the unfairness of the world. So <laughs> I don't know if I have like a. So, oh yeah, I am a male. I am a male, so I get male privilege. Um, I do get straight male privilege. That's one, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily get no, no, like but 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 yeah, I don't care about that privileges. stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were I, talking about like no. I just I'm just curious. Or, I'm just curious of of your 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 exiting advice to people trying to trying to succeed in the social media okay, game today. Um, all right, because uh, wouldn't you agree that like the majority it's helped my career. The majority of your career has been helped dramatically From by social, the media. social media. Yeah, I sold out a show in Istanbul. What the fuck? Exactly. I would never thought you got you got up at the Orlando improv just because you showed them your followers right right i just got it was like this show and they just threw me and ryan up. somebody yeah. told me that a booker at one of the big clubs here like literally rejects people not the but one of the owners of the big clubs in los angeles will reject Hollywood people booked if they, i'm not gonna say which place okay tell um, me after uh yeah i'll tell you Please. after uh it's not the three it's big not, ones. It, I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. It's but it's it's not the it's not the improv. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's not the. I, I, oh, I have a show at the improv this Thursday. Rita finally. Oh yeah, you saw I Rita finally like took <laughs> finally noticed me because she's been watching me since 2018. It's not Rita. Um, but no, there, no, there no, is, I'm saying there is the book club for Rita. As I'm just saying, there I'm is a club. There is a club whose owner will reject people. The booker books because they don't have a big enough social media following and we'll put people on with social media and i'm also like dude your club your club's gonna sell out anyway yeah but but think about it it's i that's why it motivated me to get a social media following i work hard i work hard on my comedy i work hard like you know stand up and like and and being a good comedian you know that's i mean one of my biggest puffies and i'm gonna ask you after the podcast it's like i don't think people say bad things behind my back i hope not but like of saying like i don't deserve you know because i work hard you mm-hmm. know uh but the reason what pushed me to get a social media following was because the, this is a business you know this whole time we're all looking at it like we're an artist no but this is a business and you got to put butts in seats you know think about it when i saw when I saw Chad and JT, who are all very funny comedians, 
but they got the Netflix stuff. They got the social media presence. They got this podcast, all that stuff. Now they have their own show at the Hollywood Improv, and it inspired me. And they have their own show on Netflix. They have their own they show have on Netflix. A hugely successful They're podcast. They're hilarious. No, they've always been very funny comedians, but it was until then because you got to put butts in seats. It's this all, is it's a, a business. It's a butts in seats. Someone said to me once at the Broadway Comedy Club in New York, I thought it was like, I never forgot it. They go, uh, they're like, our showcase is a bringer show, but I'm going to tell you something. Every show is a bringer show. Nobody cares how funny you are. Funny is the baseline. Funny is the expectation. Yes. It's 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 uh it's are you putting are you are you selling tickets? Right. But okay, so your advice to people, if you can give you okay, your quick your short your shortest, quickest version of advice. Um one one little piece. You yeah, say I know. like like you know, like when I said All to right, you, we're it's doing like, the short you're likable, you're likable, you have great stage presence, you know, when your writing gets to that level, that's when things will pop off for you. Okay, just what's your version of that to the people out there that haven't made it this far okay. in my podcast wanting to hear this? If you have a low following, just work on consistency, all right? Just throw what's out there. See what works for you, okay? Don't be afraid to try new things. When a video bombs, it's okay. No one saw it. It bombed, all right? At least you're trying something new. That's one. Number two, when you're trying something new, just post something that you're proud of, all right? I'm about to – I've posted some videos that didn't really do well, but I'm proud of it. I've – don't – and also number three, and this is an important one because I get stuck through this too – Sometimes because of the algorithm, we get stuck of, I need a post for the sake of posting, but then you rush things and don't rush things. Cause I, I, again, it's happened to me before. Well, I'll po- I, I, I'm like, oh, I get all anxious and I need to post something. And then I post something. And it's not that good. I'm like, that was shit. Why did I do that? You know? So consistency, post something that you're proud of, uh, try new things. Don't be afraid to try new things. Now there's a, there's one building a following is one thing, but there's another thing that a lot of the other keeping content creators, the followings, keeping the following, but also posting, uh, like posting is king, engagement is queen. Engage with your followers. Building a following is one thing, building a community is the other thing. What, for example, what I did, Ahmed loves bread. They're my breadcrumbs. I post something after the first hour or two. I get all these comments. I respond to these comments. I say thank you. I post a lot on my stories. I love posting on my stories. I'm a big story guy. Yeah, it's so easy. It's very. It's only existing for 24 hours. All right, engage with your followers. But yeah, just to build a following, just post something what you're proud of, and and pick one audience. Like pick your target. You know, as it, oh, it's similar to stand up. Stand up. I th- from Gary Goldman's advice. I think of. 16-year-old Ahmed, I'm just trying to make, or 16-year-old Ahmed Al-Qadri, that insecure kid who wasn't really fitting in with the Arabs, wasn't really fitting in, like, Arab Muslim community, wasn't really fitting in with other people. So I'm just writing jokes for that kid. And if I can, and I know I'm making him laugh, and then somehow the other audiences that's relating from, and not, and that's why I have an audience that's not just an Arab Muslim kid. No, I'm having audience of all sorts, you know, from, you know, white people, black people, LGBT, Mexican, everything, everybody, because they all relate to, you know, that inner child of me. So anyways, pick an audience. It's like I want from 18 to 25, I want them to like it or I want, you know, Amer- you know, Americans, male uh, you know, from 18 to 35. Well, essentially, if I, okay, what I just said, American males 18 to 35 would probably be like Andrew Tate videos or something <laughs> or hating on women, but whatever. But um, j- 
just pick a demographic that you like and just focus on those audience and and see would they like it two for the audience one for you like when you when it comes to posting like feed the algorithm feed, not when i say two the algorithm superhero movies one scorsese movie yeah it, exactly straight up like i i will post like uh when i say the algorithm i'm, I'm i think audience if the algorithm didn't like it, it's probably because the audience didn't like it that's a mr b saying but whatever if i um, when I post like the Arab roommate stuff, I like but it. But I have, I have, I have, I have conflict. I mean, we, we should wrap up and say I have a conflict with that idea that if the algorithm didn't like it, the audience didn't like right, it. Right, right. Because sometimes have, you can I, blame my, the my, algorithm. My though. highest like TikTok video, something like a hundred thousand something views for a video mm-hmm. of mine, lots of engagement. Da 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 da. Same video has twenty likes on Instagram, which is extremely low for me. Right, and right. And then and then when I posted that, that same video time, on YouTube yeah. Reels, it became my lowest viewed YouTube Reel. Yeah. So I'm like, why? Why is my most viral TikTok my, one of my least successful yeah, videos yeah, yeah, yeah. on two other that things? May, that, yeah. Or so it's sometimes it's hard to like it is hard. It's to, hard yeah. to gather like what's working and why. That is true. That is true. Okay, I'm a I'm a. That's a good point. But it's more just when I say algorithm audience or whatever. It's just to it's just to like put you in the headspace of like the audience didn't like it. Let me think of ways to do better. You know what I mean? It's not thinking. You posted a half-assed video and thinking the algorithm didn't like it because you know you yeah. gotta be be on. Uh, that's another tip. Be honest with yourself. I I do this to myself all the time. There was a video uh, back to that two-one ratio, whatever. There was a video that I personally enjoyed. It was like I hear it was like a bread. Uh, uh it was like a toaster. It would hit ding, and then it cuts to me uh, putting cheese or spread on the bread, and I'm telling one-liners. I tried it. It didn't work. That's okay. But I tried new things. Um. The, the two thing what I say it's like I know based on like in the past when I did like the roommate stuff or Arab stuff or Arab like or uh, certain things I enjoy it but I do it because I know it's going to do well algorithmically and the audience is going to like it but also I'll post like my ones are like my stand up or uh, or like sketches about certain topics or something like that like i like talking about mental health or toxic masculinity like uh, and and if they do well you're like those feel better you know but the other ones they still feel good when i do like the arab roommate stuff uh or um like i'm posting tomorrow of like this sketch it's called uh fasting in america and I'm i'm gonna show you i think it's it's very funny and i wrote it pretty well and um and I and I wrote it because I, one, it's because I know my audience would like it and appreciate it, but also it's like it's my Ahmed flavor to it. Nice. Um, well, this was uh, this yeah. All, I hope this I'm all went sorry. on way longer. I'm than sorry. I know. I know. Like, feel free to stop me thing and then I'll make the whole episode. So about uh, it. I like to give little gifts to my guests. Uh, first, here at the Jew Rogan Experience, uh-huh. you may watch the Joe Rogan Experience and be aware that he pushes a product called Alpha Brain. We're supposed to go like focus and all this thing. Well, here on the Jew Rogan Experience. We have Beta Brain. It's uh, it promotes obedience, fealty, and insecurity. Uh, here you go. There's a little picture of me doing oh yoga, yoga on it. A little bottle of Beta Brain for you. What? Uh, can I post this on my story? Yes, please do. Uh, okay, for people uh, who and- take. Medical advice from podcast host. <laughs> That's fuck. What? Oh, it's Tic Tacs. It's Tic Tacs. They're Tic Tacs. Uh, and then, um, 
And then, you know, I, I, as I always say, I think, you know, we got elections coming up all the time. I always think it's very important that everyone votes. National elections in Los Angeles, our vote doesn't matter for that much, which is why I made these L.A. designed I voted stickers except mine says I farted and I translated it into oh, yeah, into like 15 this. different languages. There you go. Get an I farted sticker here. You get your very own Jew Rogaine experience sticker. Sorry, I don't have any Muslim hair plug experience no uh, stickers yet. And oh, then, I'm definitely going to. And then and then you. lastly, um, uh, and this one I hope you wear loud, loud and proud. I have an all likes matter sticker. As a as a as a social media creator, I know you know the value of likes. So you know, let people know that all the likes, all the likes matter, Ahmed. And then finally, and and we'll, I'll set you up with this after. You're gonna get a nice Jew Rogaine Experience T-shirt. We'll, no we'll fucking yeah, way! Yeah, yeah. So I'm wearing this on stage. You better be wearing it on stage. It better you know be posted what? on. I'm gonna wear on it on social. stage at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah, and some. Social. And I hope Rita sees definitely, it. Definitely, definitely. Ahmed, thank you so much for coming to the show. Anything you want to promote before I before I let you get out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me on all social platforms. Ahmed loves bread. Um, if you guys have any questions about content creating, seriously DM me. Especially if you're a comedian, like I really want to help my community friends. I've helped and I, I've helped Dan Donahue, Mike Eshack, Nick Simmons. I've helped so many of my friends succeed, and and some of them, uh, no, all of them are doing better than yeah, me, and I'm so where proud the fuck of them. My help has been. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm call, kidding. I'm literally, kidding. they yeah. literally call me, I'll and call they you, call I'll me, call and I'm you. willing to help them. It, yeah, yeah. But they, I take pride, and I've helped so many more. Uh, because I want my friends to succeed. Awesome. So. Ahmed, I, 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 I'd say I want you to succeed, but you are succeeding. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been the Jew Rogan Experience, and we will see you next time I release an episode. Bye, guys.